Yo, what's really good? It's your main man, Sean Little from the No Catch Up Podcast. Wanted to send a reminder. Make sure you rate and review No Catch Up available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, No Catch Up is on there. Make sure you tell everyone it's the best sports podcast in the world. Drop that five-star review. Pass the links to the homies. Let everybody know. You know the deal. No Catch Up. Sports Talk via Chicago. Lock in. No Catch Up. No Catch Up. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick with me as always. A little Friday edition, man. Too Friday. much stuff is going on. We had to hop on the mic. We had to talk about the NFL quarterback carousel. It's going crazy right now. People moving all over the place. People talking about giving mediocre guys $20 plus million. It's a lot of stuff going on, so we're going to touch on that. Last night, Sixers, Nets. It was one of the most anticipated regular season games, at least for me, in quite a long time. So I was excited about that. And um, and I want a little cheddar, man. We was on the Nets live. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about KD. We'll talk about James. We'll talk about Embiid, all that stuff. We'll get into some more NBA. We'll talk about the Khalil Mack trade as well. He went to San Diego. It's him and Bosa now teamed up. He went over to the Chargers for a two, a six, and they took a bunch of money. Good deal, bad deal. We will talk about all that. Stay locked with us. No catch up. Sports Talk via Chicago Friday, baby. Big Nick the Quick. What's goody? What's going on, man? You know, I'm just out here, out here trying to find my second job to pay for this gas. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I got the Cubs hat on. You know, baseball back. Man. Base, baseball back, yep. You know, baseball's back. So I had to throw the little Cubbies on. Yo, I got a question for you. What's up, Cody? In the comments, man. Up, man? I got always watching. Cody always Cody. rocks with us, Shout even on a Friday. Cody. Shout even out, on Cody. Friday, man. man. Shout out, Cody. Hey, I got a question, uh, quick. Yeah. yeah. So I just dropped off my lady. <clears throat> By the way, she's not slick. She's been driving my car the last, I don't even know how long. And she, I get she, it back, motherfucker, on dead E. Light. I'm talking about light, and it says like six miles to fill up. I'm like, I see. It's like, the, it's like the week for it. <laughs> <laughs> I see the finesse. I get yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's my girl, so that's whatever. But um, I got a question for you. So on the way back, I stopped at Chick Fil A. Where are you at on this chicken and breakfast, bro? Like chicken on the breakfast sandwich. Yeah. So here's the thing, man. If you can pull it off, so I- I'll tell you this. There was a few years ago, McDonald's used to do what was called the Southern Fried Chicken Biscuit. And it was a piece of, like, fried chicken. It's the same thing, yeah. Chick-fil-A. Yeah, yeah, on their biscuit, though, right? And, like, they discontinued it. It was different chicken than they used for anything else, though. I'm trying to tell you this shit was so fire. And, like, prior to that, I had never really been on the whole chicken for breakfast thing. But since then, like, yeah, absolutely. If you can pull it off right, if the crispiness level is correct, it's just like chicken and waffles, man. You got to you gotta have that right little balance there. And if it tastes good, you're good to go. Absolutely. Listen, bro. You they can't can do it? Ha- they can have that shit. Oh, you're man. tweaking. I, I give me the sausage and the bacon way. Of course. But listen, bro, I, I stopped at Chick-fil-A. I got the, the, the chicken biscuit. My, my, my people down south can keep that. That whole was, that, that whole breakfast entree they could keep. It was wacky. The biscuit, it's fine. Like yeah. it was okay, but give me the egg. Give me the give me the sausage. Give me a piece of cheese. What I just had from Chick-fil-A was a piece of chicken with a biscuit. And that was it, bro. Look, I'm good. Y'all can this, keep that. All my so- people in Atlanta and 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 North Florida and all that, y'all can keep that. Y'all can, y'all can keep the chicken biscuit for breakfast, bro. I'm good. The sausage and egg McMuffin is still undefeated as as a piece of breakfast. No, no McMuffins either, bro. Give me the biscuit. What? Cut the shit oh, with the mix. Sausage, cut, cut the shit. Sausage and egg McMuffin with the uh with with the hash brown is is it. No. Nah, Game bro. over. Cut the shit. It's a biscuit is the best play. And if you really on your if and, and if you're really on it, what you do is you take the top biscuit off, you eat the 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 sausage, egg, and cheese on one side, and then put some jelly on the other side. Bang, the little jelly. So you're out here like deconstructing the McDonald's yeah, sandwich and trying to I'm not I don't know I don't have time sir. for all that, man. I'm grabbing that out of the drive-thru on the way to get where I'm going. I'm taking what they give me and I'm eating it. Give me the McMuffin, man. If anybody's with us, go in the, <laughs> go in the comments. Are you McMuffin or are you Biscuit? 
It's not and even close. Do you put but jelly on it afterwards? Like what the, what is this? Sean's over here pulling pulling over. Come strawberry on. Strawberry jelly. It's a wrap. Stop, man. It's gotta it. be strawberry too. Eat it. Let's have it ready. Where are you on the hash brown? Is McDonald's is McDonald's any, the best hash brown ever? Any hash brown I'm with. Actually, it's funny you say that because I've been having you know the Trader Joe's. The Trader, yeah, the we pack, have them at the crib. Yeah, we have. And I've been the crib. eating those. They're really good, bro. So I've been yeah. eating those. And then when I I just got a hash brown at Chick Fil A, I got the little pieces. How was this? They're fine, but you could tell. Like I've been making the Trader Joe's joints in the air fryer. Yeah. So when I got them like really fried, I could taste the oil. Super tough. So right. I didn't really enjoy that. But yeah, yeah. Any hash brown, I'm good. For sure. Yeah, Cody said biscuit all day. He already know what time. Come on, Cody, man. Don't let me Cody down know. like that, Cody man. Cody know what time it's, it is. It's a McMuffin. A McMuffin. I'm straight off a of muffin, give me, that, give me that McMuffin. That's blueberry. Give me that egg McMuffin. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's let's uh, let's get into it. The um, What are we leading off with? Talk about oh, the game. NFL quarterback carousel. I just I just completely short-circuited, blanked. Why don't we start with the Why don't we start with the game? You want to start with the game? Yeah, that happened. That happened. That, that's fresh in everybody's mind. You want to start with Sixers Nets last night? What were your thoughts, man? Uh, yeah, obviously. The game, you no, know, Ben Simmons. It was the Ben Simmons saga, but that was like a footnote after the game. It started. really well because be once more... the game started, they got they were getting thrashed, and it was pretty much you couldn't even focus on it anymore. But yeah, I mean, obviously, the game was super hype. We knew we marked it on the calendar. We marked it on the calendar before that trade happened because we knew the trade was going to go down. So obviously, Hevion had this circle. It was clear that he wasn't going to play about a week ago, right? Once they started talking about what was it, his thumb or whatever's going on with them, I'm not sure whichever part of his body isn't feeling well enough to play at this point after 60 games. Um, but whatever, he wasn't going to play, but obviously a ton of hype. You had the Philly fans waiting outside the Four Seasons, calling him a turkey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, selling, yeah. Uh, selling, <laughs> selling T-shirts to say he's a dickhead. All types of stuff like that. So obviously the Philly fans were going to show out. They said the tickets were going for four thousand dollars in the lower bowl. Like they that's said, the crazy. last row they wanted two hundred, two hundred dollars to sit up top on some standing room only, pretty much. Um, but as far as the game went, man, the, the Nets came out and just smacked them, and really never looked back. Like I, there was never a, a, a spot where you thought that Philly was going to go for a run, right? Like I was, I was hoping that they would. I was like, okay, maybe in the third quarter they're going to come out and try to do something. They came out after the half flat, and the Nets looked like they came out that game motivated. Like, they wanted to show everybody, like, look, this is what it looks like when it's KD and Kyrie because they don't really get to play together too often. This is what it looks like when we're motivated. KD said after the game we're riding – yeah, KD said after the game we're riding for Ben. Obviously, Drummond was fired up. I mean, him and Embiid were teammates, but they obviously had a beef going back several years. So he looked like he was ready to go. And on the um, the, uh, Philly side – I don't know what it is with Harden, man. Like, sometimes, like, we talk about it. He is elite level check-in or check-out. Like, if he's in, it's elite. If he's out, it looks like last night where he just didn't look like he was even interested in playing that game at all, um, which is kind of crazy. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, shout out to the Nets. They smacked them up, and they look like – they show what they can look like at full strength when you got two of the best players in the world. For whatever we want to say about Kyrie, vaccination, calling the media peons, saging people you know what i'm saying whatever it is uh his weird his weird little instagram videos and all that he's a brilliant basketball player magnificent basketball player yeah, just had no 50 the other night on what that. like 14 17 shots? shots 17, 17 shots. shots you know what i mean so like 50 on 17 never been done before so obviously you know when those two guys are clicking and kd is kd and enough said right like when those two guys are clicking forget about it let me this is my this is my take on the little harden thing and i've noticed this a few times First of all, last night did not help with the narrative that he gets little in, in big games because last night was a big game. It was big hype. And guess who came out firing from the start? It was Kevin Durant, and he never looked back. He let people on notice early that, hey, I'm locked in. I'm about to come down. He started the game four for four in the first quarter, and it was all top-of-the-key jumpers, and the net didn't move at all. It was all net everything, right? One thing I've noticed about Harden – and I won't throw a, a, a sweeping generalization, but at least last night, when he started going to the baskets, when he, when he started going to the basket and wasn't getting any calls, he threw off his whole shit. He checked out. And, and, and it, he seems to get frustrated by that very, very, I don't want to say easily, but it throws him off for the rest of the game. He doesn't continue to stay aggressive and try to go to the basket and continue to go the over and over again. When he's not getting those looks early, he starts to feel like, all right, 
they're not giving me these calls. They're not going to call tonight. It's it's the refs against Harden tonight, and I'm going to have to try to get it some other way. Then he started taking a lot of tough jump shots. He, I think he ended the game like 5 of 17 or something like that. So I did notice that from last night. Once they not once they stopped giving him the calls early, or didn't give him any calls early, he kind of got a little gun shy on trying to go to the go to the basket as much as he typically would. Which has been kind of the case. Remember at the beginning of the season, he was really struggling when the league was clearly like, I mean, you remember the first like twenty they games changed where the it was rules. like, yeah, yeah. They sent a Trey Young and James Harden memo and basically said, "Do not call fouls." And also, uh, Lillard was affected by that too. It's like, listen, just don't call fouls with these guys. Like, you can do whatever you want to to Trey Young and James Harden for the first 20 games of the year because we're not going to call any of these fouls. And I think that there's some carryover of that, but that, that's kind of how he's looked all year. If you look at his numbers, even since he's gotten in Philly, he's, he's had a couple big scoring games, but it's not like the 40-point James Harden that we're used to, right? Like, he kind of has scaled his game back to be more of a facilitator. That's why when they played against the Bulls the other day, I was like, okay, this is what it's going to look like for him, right? He might go out there and only try to get 20, but he's going to get 14, 15 assists. He's going to get everybody involved. He's going to be the maestro out there. So even beyond scoring last night, he didn't seem too interested in even running the team the way that they need to be ran, right? Um, it's just a bad It just game. looked completely different. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like you do got to wonder why in some of these spots when the lights are the brightest, he does tend to shrink or just look like he doesn't want to be there. Like it's one thing to have a bad game. I'll use Tatum as an example, right? Like Tatum will go one for 20. You know what I mean? But, like, it's not like he looks disinterested. Like, like he's he thinks the 19 shots going in just like the 20 shots going in. He's going to yeah. take it. Whereas with Harden, it's just like it looks like he's disinterested after a while or, like, he doesn't want to be there. You know what I mean? Like, yo, this isn't going my way, man. Fuck this. You know what I mean? Right. I don't care. I don't care how big the moment is. Like, fuck this. Um. So, yeah, I think that's an interesting thing to kind of keep an eye on because, obviously, this team is going to have a ton of pressure, a ton of expectations going forward, and they're going to play in big spots. Um, and if that's how it's going to be, then it'll be interesting. But I'm overall, I'm not overreacting to it, though. Yeah, no, nah, me neither. I think, well, because we talked about it in the group chat last night. This guy, Embiid, is a real fucking walking, living monster. monster. Yeah, he's a monster. <laughs> he's, a, he's a monster for real. And he was like, five for 17 last night, which will yeah. never happen again. Yeah. Never happened again. You know what I mean? 19 times at the line, but yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to cut he you off, is but. a real, no, that was all. <laughs> I, yeah, he's a real living monster. Like, we talk about people all the time. Oh, that dude's a beast. He's this. He's, no, no, no. This is what a real beast looks like. And he Every knows time it. he catches the ball down there, he's trying to, he's trying, he's going to score. Or yep. you're going to follow him. Yep. That's it. Simple as that. Yeah. And, and like, he was 5 of 17, and two of those were threes. Right. So, 15 he and just, 19 from the line, 19 times of the line. is, And so it's like, you, you we talked about this the other day. Like, usually your, your philosophy with a big is hack, right? Because you assume they can't shoot free throws. Yeah. He's an 85% free throw shooter. So you can foul him all you want to. It's an automatic two points. And again, yeah. he's never going to go five for 17 again, ever. Like, that's just not going to happen. He still had 27 and 12. He still looked dominant. And he knows, like, we, we, we rip on Vooch about, like, yo, sometimes as a big, you just got to realize you're the biggest, strongest dude on the floor and act that way. That's not a problem with Joe. Not a no, problem at all. He carries he, himself he that it. way yes. as well. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm that guy. I'm the biggest dude out here. I'm going to inflict pain, but I'm also extremely skilled, and I'm aware of that too. So I can take it physical with you. I can hit you with the finesse. I can put it on the floor. You know what I mean? I, I can yeah. do whatever it is. So, yeah, he's not going to play that way again. Um, so I, that's, that's why I kind of write this one off. And obviously look, man, the Nets came in there crazy motivated. Yeah. They were way more motivated than yeah, Philly was. they were on them from the jump. They were on them from the jump. They've been hearing it at the hotel room. KD was walking behind Ben Simmons when they were calling him a turkey. So he's hearing that too. He's like, don't worry, Ben, we got you, man. Like we're going to take care of this. And KD, he took that shit personally. That's what it seemed like. And I think he also gets fired up to play and beat. Yeah, that's fun. That yeah, was a, it was a fun that was, that was game fun. in the yeah. beginning to start the game last night. It was a lot of fun. Let me ask you this: Were you more encouraged, or or I know you were more encouraged, but how encouraged were you to see uh, Brooklyn play that way with just two of the three? They haven't even added Simmons yet. Steph or uh, Seth Curry looked sensational last night. He's yeah. a real problem, and that was a under that was an underdeveloped storyline going into the game. Yo, he was on Philly too. He yeah. wants to bust yeah. them. His too. Father, his father in law traded him. His father in law traded him. You see, you see the grandkid. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he can't come through the crib. What? No, he and traded he came, me. And he came through there and and, and fired on Philly. Well, well, when they when look, man, I've been saying that since they made the deal. Like everybody was talking about the Joe Harris injury. Once they got Seth Curry, Seth Curry's a better player than Joe Harris. Has been the last few years. I don't know where you but Joe Harris was awful last year. Awful yeah, in the playoffs. Man. He was terrible in the playoffs. He was yeah. non-existent. He's like, a zero. Seth, yeah, Seth Curry is a better player than Joe Harris. He does more. He's I, I trust him. He's tight, slightly more dynamic. Like I, I would much rather have Seth Curry. So I thought that that was a huge move that they got in that trade. And obviously, if he's hitting threes, look, you already know the last name. When those boys are hitting threes, it's a different <laughs> ball game. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah, you know the name. Yeah, absolutely, man. So I mean, yeah, he came in there fired up. Like, yeah, I, 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 I think Brooklyn had a lot more to play for in that game. And then plus, you can't discount the fact that Kyrie only gets to play like once a week. So in that once a week that he's playing. He's going crazy. He's going He's going to get his, right? Like, he's going to get his, especially coming off a 50-point game. He's like, oh, I still got it. So, like, he wants to – he because here's the thing with Kyrie. The narrative is always about everything but basketball, right? Everything about basketball. So, when he gets a chance to play basketball and have you talk about the basketball, that's what he's going to give you, and that's what he's been giving you. He's been awesome this year. Say what you want to. I think he's averaging, like, 28 a game. Like, he has yeah. been awesome when he plays. It's just a matter of when he plays. But as far as those two looking that good when they play together, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. The issue is when they play together because you just never know with Kyrie. You never know. I think Stephen A. said it yesterday. He was surprised that Kyrie didn't take time off when Russia invaded Ukraine. <laughs> and, he, he's, and he was like, I'm not joking. He's like, he's like I'm not joking. I'm Come fully, on, man. He said he fully Come expected on, a statement. Dog. He fully expected a statement. But, like, here's the thing. If that had happened, would you have been surprised? No. No. I wouldn't have. I he would have been, hey, look, the state of the world is too heavy for me to play right now. <laughs> like, he would have came with all types of shit. And, yeah. and, that's, and it's, it's par for the course. So, again, like, I'm not shocked that when you have those two guys on the floor together that Brooklyn is magical because those – I think KD is the best player in the world, and I think Kyrie is a top ten talent. So yeah, of course. Do you wanna you wanna share the take you sent me? I I didn't even respond, bro. I oh just, yeah, I, I know you did. I know you. I, 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 I knew this was gonna come up today. Yeah. If you wanna hey, bring, hey, I'm not even gonna put you on. I'm not even. You know, no, we, we because, live out here because it's one of those wanna... things. It's one of those things that I would like. I like to articulate because I know because it, it could be misconstrued. But what I told Sean last night is, I was like, hey, do you know how we say like, hey, Brady's the greatest of all time, right? Like Brady's the best quarterback of all time, like hands down, right? But Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback we've ever seen. And that's in terms of talent, technique, different shit like that. For me, let me perfectly phrase this. Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time, hands down. He's the greatest athlete of all time. Borderline greatest human being of all time. Like, say, say what you want to <laughs> say, right? To me. But from a skill and talent perspective, Kevin Durant, is the most talented basketball player I've ever seen in my life. He's the best basketball player I've ever seen in my life. From a pure skill and talent perspective, Kevin Durant's the best basketball player I've ever seen in my life. Is he better than Michael Jordan? No. Right? Because it's not just about skill. And Michael Jordan had things that you just can't measure, and we talk about it all the time, and, and obviously the resume speaks for itself. But if you can name me a more talented basketball player than Kevin Durant, I'm all ears. In your 30-plus years of watching basketball, as much as I do, right, because you're locked in, the folks that listen to us are locked in, right, tell me who is more talented. If you were, I always say this, If remember back in the day, NBA Live 99, and you could create a player? What did you make? A seven-foot shooting guard with 99 everything. The boy is a 99 everything, 99 jump shot, 99 dribble, 99 D when he wants to. He's seven feet. You can't block his shot. It's, it's all within the flow of an offense. You could drop him on any one of the teams right now. You could sign him on Tuesday, and by Wednesday, he's in there dropping 30, not disrupting your offense. He's a low-volume 30-point scorer, right? Like a low-usage 30-point scorer. At the end of the day, like, he could shoot the ball a lot more and probably give you 40 in his sleep. Like, I think KD is the perfect basketball player, and I don't think I don't know if we'll ever see a player like KD ever again, and we certainly haven't seen one prior to him. So there we go. All right. Rebut. It's retort. Say something. No, no, no. I mean, no, I understand what you're saying because I think the the Brady Rodgers analogy is perfect. Like, Brady is the best quarterback of all time. The watching quarterback play, like I've watched it and how closely I've watched it over the years. Aaron Rodgers is by far 
the best quarterback I've ever seen. And it's Hell, not right? even to be honest to me, it's to be honest, it's not really that close to me. He he is he is head and shoulders like watching and seeing how he processes information, the ball come out of his hand, the ball placement, him being as mobile as he's People forget how mobile this dude was. He was like quick, fast. He used to do it all. Now he, sure. he doesn't run as much. But yeah, so I, I, I get it. KD can give you. But it's but, very, but there's it, something else about Brady, right? There's something else right. about Brady that's just innate. Like you know what well, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. He, it's like you want to call winner. it the it factor, whatever it, it, you want to call it. It is beyond it. You know what I'm he, saying? He so, yeah. wins more than anybody, and it's not close for sure. <laughs> you know what the thing about. You know, when, when you start talking about stuff like this, I think a really key metric is how hard is it for the person? Jordan worked crazy hard on offense and to, to do what he – when you watch Kevin Durant, everything looks very effortless easy. Because he's doo, so doo, good. Doo, swing, pull up, bottoms, go to the basket, lay it up, plays D. That's the thing about Durant. I, I'm never – I'm not going to say that He's a better hooper than Mike, but I understand what you're saying. He is effortless in everything he does, and he's been doing it for decade plus now. And he comes off injury, comes back in the lineup first game, 30. No you know problem. what I mean? Like, it's just that's that, yeah, it, it comes easy to him, but it's also like, I think sometimes you say it comes easy to people. It's almost like it can be a dig, like they don't have to work at it. Like, KD, yeah. no, that is the result of a lot of time in the gym. Like it's a very, lot of time in the gym. It looks effortless, but it's very polished and refined. Like it's that's, so refined. Yeah. And that's and that's kind of what I mean. So it's not even like and I wouldn't even go as much of like Brady and Rogers. I feel like that some people could have an argument of Rogers being greater than Brady, which I would I would obviously shit on that. But obviously there's no there's no argument between Mike and KD in my eyes. And that's not what I'm trying to say. But when you talk about talent, when you talk about if I was creating a basketball player. When you talk about what what do I look for? What what is the, what is the true unicorn? That's the we've been Kevin looking for Durant. unicorns for years. That's it. It's been there for the last fourteen years. This guy is on, is incredible, and he still does it. And he comes off a knee injury, does it. Comes off a foot injury, does it. Switches team, does it. Goes into a team that's loaded with superstars, still gets his without disrupting what they're doing on the court. Like it, it, it's it's truly like it, it's kind of crazy. There's not yeah. too many players you could say that about that average 30 a game that won't disrupt what you're already doing. Like, you put them on the Bulls right now, KD gets 30. And DeMar and Zach are happy. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a it's, – You know what I mean? There's no doubt about that. I'll take a yeah. shot from you. I'll take a shot from you. I'll piece together – I'll piece yeah. together my I'll piece 12 together to 16 shots. 12 to 15 really is all I need to yeah. get busy. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's yeah. it. That's it. Stop. Straight up. Yeah, give, yeah. Me, give me three, four shots a quarter. I'm good. And I'm good. That's yeah. it. That's all I need. Yeah. All right, let's move over to uh, the NFL. Do you want to come back to the NBA or should we just close NBA now? Uh, yeah, we can close NBA out. All right. I, I, I was, man, I was fighting to stay awake to watch Denver. I was in and out. I was, I was, I was battling, yeah. <laughs> I was battling trying to yeah. stay awake. Yeah. Um, I fell asleep a little bit in the middle of the fourth and then came back. I saw that, uh, I saw the end of the man. The man going crazy. You already mm-hmm. know his name. Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, Go ahead. No, I was going to say, obviously, uh, yeah, obviously the Warriors have been struggling. Um, something was fishy about that, and I should have, I shouldn't, I didn't really pay attention, but the Nuggets have obviously been playing really well, and the Warriors haven't, and it was in Denver, but somehow the Nuggets were getting two. Um, but I didn't realize Denver was on four games in five nights. They had all these makeup games this week. They yeah, were obviously they looked the gassed. Spot. It was, it was, it was spot. the spot. It was the spot. And I didn't I didn't pay attention to that. I just looked at the number and was like, wait, what? Denver's better than uh, Golden State right now since Draymond's been out. Golden State has really been struggling. Steph's been struggling. They've been out of sorts. Andrew yeah. Wiggins is a corpse um, <laughs> since he got his All Star nod. He got literally literally got the All Star nod and went and, and went and became a worse version of Andrew Wiggins, which is which is special. Um, but yeah, big win for them, man. Steph went crazy in the third. Really, it was the third quarter is kind of where they turned the game around. Steph went off in the third. Prior to that, Denver had been leading. But, you know, once he gets going, man, there's nothing you can do about it. No, there's no defense that can stop him, right? There's no scheme you can try to put in place to knock him off his corner. Like, if he's going and he's cooking, first off, the thing about him is, like, when he's cooking, 
he's taking shots you can't defend because he's yeah. pulling up from areas that you just you can't you're not crafting a defense for a guy that's pulling up from the circle you know what i mean like well, when he's really think. locked too he's going to the basket so yeah, he's now you're like damn i got to give him a little space to go to the basket but i can't give him too much space because it's three right so that's when he's really locked in and and I don't know what to ma- I don't know what day. to make of them, man. To be honest, I do of the Warriors. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Maybe you're right. Actually, you know what? I don't know. I don't fully know what to make of them, but I don't trust. I don't trust them. I'm, they're not better than Phoenix. Like, let's just get that out the way. They're not yeah. better than Phoenix. You know what I mean? In seven games, they're not beating Phoenix. You still got to get Draymond back. You got to work them in. And we keep talking about like getting folks back. Yo, this is game like sixty six. You know what yeah, I mean? We got no. like 10, 15 <laughs> games to get these guys back and ready for the playoffs. Yeah. Um. So, like, it's, it's a little bit easier said than done. They got a lot to figure out. And, again, a big part of what they were doing in the first half of the season was Wiggins, and he has been a corpse. He's yeah. been comatose since the All-Star break. Like, yeah. doesn't want to be there, doesn't want any part. What was he? What, three for 11, seven points last night? Come on, man. Like, you're an All-Star starter? He's going to – is is that going to – is him been in the all-star starter going to work against him? Like, uh, what's my guy from Seattle, that Macklemore winning rap album of the – like, is it going to – is that going to work against him? That was, that was a wild, wild comparison. <laughs> no, no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, Macklemore won best rap album of the year, yeah. and his popularity went down. Like, he went got down. so much hate because Kendrick didn't get it. Is, yeah. is he going to – I mean, Wiggins already got a ton of hate. Wiggins already gonna has work a ton against of hate, him? Like, yeah. this guy's a – this is an all-star starter. This well, you knew that, that that was the fan vote. He plays in a major market on a super popular team that was winning yeah. a bunch of games and they had to get a second guy in there. So that's why he got in. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, he is what he is though. Look, man, yeah. this dude has been in the league a very, very, very long time. He has had big years scoring wise before he signed big contracts. The issue remains the same. He has no heart. There's a reason why, when, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he has no heart. <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason listen, listen it's very telling it's very telling like when you watch him play against either cleveland or um minnesota yeah he tries he to goes, kill them he goes with like 40 yeah in his bag doing whatever he wants playing d all over the place right but when he plays everybody else he's just a regular dude like yeah. that should be enough for you like obviously you get turn up it on, your, turn against it your old teams and stuff like a lot of guys play with extra motivation but He's a completely different ball player against those teams. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, that's that's who he is. So that, for that reason, man, and then the guys, they're still working back Clay. You got to work in Draymond, and a lot of it falls on Steph. And if he's not fucking spectacular, they don't have a chance. Like, remember last year when they were going on that run? Steph was putting up historic numbers. Yeah. He's hitting 10 threes a night. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And it's hard There's... for him to do that without Draymond because Draymond, again, runs their whole offense, so. Yeah, I wanted to make sure we touched on that, those two games last night. Those are the only two games on the NBA slate last night as well. Let's move over to this uh, this NFL quarterback carousel just so we got enough time to cover off. Let's start with Aaron Rodgers. I, I was, man, I was hurt. I ain't going to lie to you. I, I thought we were done with him. I thought us as Bears fans, I thought it was over. We're I thought we were going to see Jordan Love on, on twice a year. We were gonna have to beat Jordan Love, and we still now we still got to deal with this guy Aaron Rodgers. I think it's kind of interesting that we're still waiting on the official numbers of the deal to come out. I don't. That seems kind of odd to me. Yeah. Because and they haven't tagged Devontae Adams yet. Because Aaron Rodgers hasn't. They don't have a deal for Rodgers yet. So, but isn't that deadline for the tag up? Uh, that I'm not sure. Something like that. It's close. because I know Chris Godwin got tagged. A couple people got tagged, but Devontae didn't get tagged, and we don't know the money. And Devontae does not want to get tagged, correct? Yeah, he wants a deal. Yeah, 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 he wants a deal. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Well, that's the that's the interesting part I'm waiting to hear about, right? So they were already completely buried in the cap. So we have to figure out. Yeah, the cap out, was terrible. We have to figure out how they structured Rogers' new deal because that's going to determine how much space they have. And that's going to determine if they give Devontae a deal. But if you're Devontae and Rodgers comes in and asks you to take the tag, do you take the tag? No. You feel me? That That's the question, right? So then he has to get a new deal, right? Yeah. Devontae, what, then, Devontae Adams needs to worry about Devontae Adams and Devontae Adams' family. 
But what? No, but I'm saying, what if he if he does the bet on himself thing, has another massive year with Rodgers, then he then he he, he Kirk Cousins it, and then next thing you know, because what makes you think that like that production is not going to drop off? You wouldn't think he's going to come out and have a massive year. I mean, the yeah, injuries look, always man. the injuries are Odell Beckham was on his way to Super Bowl MVP and then tore up his ACL in the fucking second quarter. So I mean, anything can happen, and that should always affect your money. If the sure. money is there to go get it, you go get it. We talked about Lamar last year. What are you doing? Why are you playing on this? Why is your deal not signed? Still, so, it still isn't signed. By the still way. isn't signed, right? And meanwhile, Kyle Murray is trying to get a deal after his eighth game. So, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is this is the way it goes. Um, so if I'm Devontae Adams, man, it's fuck Aaron Rodgers. Hey, y'all took care of Aaron shit. That's great, great, wonderful. Because that does make me want to come back. But there's other business here, and that business is my business. So you guys figure out what you need to figure out. This is what I want to get paid. Tag me, okay? That is what it is, right? Nothing you can really do about that. Um, you still have time to work on a deal, uh, but you I could, you can do still work a deal. Yeah, yeah. but I uh, want to do. You can be like uh, Le'Veon and not sign that joint. The tag is tough because it's such a big sum of money that it's like, man, you're asking me. I, I I'm passing up on 25 M's type Le'Veon. of thing. But Le'Veon, yeah, Le'Veon. he missed the whole year though. I'm not signing this joint. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got paid, right? Yeah, he got paid. He got like um, 60 M's from the yeah. Jets. He got yeah. paid. Yeah, and then never never showed the Josh Dobbin rap albums got fat. Um, <laughs> so, but, but that's the thing, right? Because that's paid. my question. So Rogers says he's going to come back. We don't know the details on the terms. And then now Devontae, I w- that's what I'm interested in now. I want to see what's going to happen with that because would would Devontae take a bullet for, for Rogers and take the – I guess he doesn't have the choice, but are they going to – Why doesn't Rogers take a bullet for Devontae? Well, Rogers, want, already, Rogers get, already told you he's not taking a bullet for nobody. So that's what I'm trying to tell you. This dude – look, and, and look, man, this, this is why I thought he was never leaving number one, but – this dude is so – he's selfish, man. He's not he, – all that shit. Don't you remember like 10 years ago after Greg Jennings left uh, Den, uh left Green Bay, his sister came out and was like, yo, Aaron Rodgers is not a leader. Like it was a whole bunch of shit yeah. coming from Greg – obviously coming from Greg Jennings. Like maybe that's just who he is, man. Like this whole process – I forgot I knew he, about that Greg yeah, Jennings yeah, shit. Yeah, they, they bashed him. Yeah, Bastard. Greg Jennings killed him. Killed him. Was like this guy's not a fucking leader. And his sister was like, "Yeah, Greg was like, look, this, this it was all over the place." Yeah. Um, yo, listen, man, this dude was never leaving. He may have wanted to leave. He may have no. Listen, he just he wanted may, to embarrass them real quick. He wanted to get what he wanted to get, and if he didn't get what he wanted to get, he was gonna leave. But once he got what he wanted, which mainly was power, he had them signing Randall Cobb last year. Right? It was clear early once he came back to camp. Right. Once he came back to camp at the end of camp, then it got blown out by New Orleans. Then it started rolling again. Once he came back, he had everything he wanted. Aaron, you can sit down in the meetings with us. Aaron, what free agent should we be targeting? Aaron, what, what color do you want us to paint the bathroom? Like he got all that power that he wanted. And then at the end of it was the money. So he got everything he wanted. Yeah, he would have left if he hadn't got what he wanted, but they were always going to give him what he wanted. They were never going to let him leave the building. I think a he, big part. He just strung it out for as long as possible to get as much as he can and to kind of rub it in their face and say, see, I want you guys to think about life without me for as long as possible. Yeah. Because I think that's he wanted not a person to, that I am. He wanted them to bend the knee a little bit. Yes. A yeah, lot of bend, it. Bend the knee. Like, bend the knee. I am Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Fucking bow down to my throne. Yeah. And apologize in the media. Have. Come out in the media and tell everybody maybe we could have done things a little differently. Yeah. Apologize and then. Yes. We can run it back. So, Meanwhile, I'm going to do interviews from my log cabin with Pat McAfee and speak in grandiose terms because that's what <laughs> I do. But you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's all it was. It was all posturing. It was all posturing. He, I've been saying it for a while. I've been telling he's not leaving. He's leaving. He's not fucking to go where? He's not going anywhere. I think Come the on, AF, I think he did look at the AFC too. Like, it was nah, always a possibility. I'm going to beat was, up on the Bears and the Lions. Yeah, why would he Kirk ever Cousins. leave this division? You win the division every single year. There's no quarterbacks in this division. There's no good teams in this division. You own it. You have a good home field advantage. And they can pay you more than anybody. So why would he? He was never leaving, man. This dude is a fucking narcissist. It was all about him. He just wanted the attention. He wanted to feel loved. I don't know. Like, go win a fucking Super Bowl. How about that? Hey, man, go show up in a home playoff game. How about that? You understand what I'm saying? Go lead your team to victory. We're talking about Brady versus Rodgers. Brady ain't lose all those games at home in the playoffs. No, he's Never. Not. He's not doing it. Not, not happening. 
Yeah, what? he's not doing it. I'm not doing it. So, I mean, like, we love Rodgers, and he makes throws that no one else can make. And when it's great, it's beautiful. But, look, let's be honest. When it comes to winning time, buddy will fold up. He'll fold up. Folded up a lot last year yeah. in San Francisco. You lost to yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo at home. Well, I'll, the I'll Niners own him, man. He can't beat own those him. boys. Can't beat they those boys. Him. The flat-billed assassin got him. Shit, Shanahan. <laughs> Shanahan, Shanahan got him. <laughs> comes with the hat down. He's like, hold on, I got this guy, man. And LaFleur is his guy, too. Shanahan's smacking up LaFleur. So, yeah, I think I think after all this, man, like, yo, go win a Super Bowl, bro. Like, I don't want to hear any more. I don't want to hear any more. Get to another Super Bowl. Because in 17 years, you've been to one. Yeah. All right. So we'll see what happens there. We'll see where the money nets out because I think that directly affects Devontae Adams, and we'll see where that where that nets. It'd be really interesting to see him, Rodgers, get exactly what he wants, get his money, and then Devontae gets the tag and then is on the, the, the unhappy the unhappy train. So we'll you see. Know, you know what the funny, real quick, underrated funny thing about this whole scenario is, though? It's like, oh, we got to get Rodgers. We got to get Devontae Adams back, but we're going to have to make some concessions because obviously it's going to cost a lot of money. Yeah. So you mean to tell me this Packers team – that had a lot of flaws last year that were covered up by Aaron Rodgers is going to come back worse. Like they have to get rid of talent to keep these two guys, right? So yeah. you're, you're you're not you're not bringing in new people. I mean, the cap is in shambles. Caps in shambles. This team. So it's not like this team is getting better. Like this is kind of it, and it will destroy their cap for future purposes doing this Rodgers deal. So yeah. that's what it is. Hey, go for it. We'll see. All right, Mister Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited, Russell Wilson. Hey, yo, bye. Hey. <laughs> We're going we got, to the Rockies. We got the deal done. <laughs> We're going to the Rockies. Looks <laughs> <Like> cute. <laughs> Russell Wilson goes to the Denver Broncos for, it was a bunch of picks, and I'm trying to pull it up right now. Pull it up for me quick. But Russell Wilson goes to Denver in a trade. I know Drew Locke is now moving over. Noah Fant is moving over from Denver, and there's a bunch of picks involved. But this is a massive deal for the Denver Broncos. I, I, he's trying to follow the Peyton Manning framework that he did and went to Denver and kind of revitalized, had three three real big-time years in Denver when he got there, it broke the touchdown record, the whole thing. Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson needed this switch, man. Yeah. He, it had run its course in Seattle. The The – our guy, Pete Carroll, I think they weren't seeing eye to eye. And Russell had mentioned multiple times over the last couple of years that he wanted to leave. And it kind of disappeared. Similar to what happened with Dame in Portland. Like, he's like, hey, I'm trying to get out of here. And I don't know if that's pushing their hand or I really want to get out of here. I'm but... cheating 12 times, but I stayed with her because I'm loyal. And I There's a meme. There's a meme <laughs> Nick sent me. It's 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 of Dame Lillard. <laughs> and it says, my girl cheated on me 12 times, but I stayed because I'm that loyal. Or something like that. <laughs> and I respect the grind. <laughs> and I, oh, yeah. And I, yeah, it's like, and I, and I expect no, the grind. No, he goes, my girl cheated on me 12 times, but I'm still with her because I don't run from the grind. That nah, don't run. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so Russell was on that for a little bit and eventually was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm off this. So he's in Denver now. What do you think about the deal, the move, Russ? Is Russ still a top-tier guy? Is he going to look a little better now Listen, with some right. of these young weapons, Jerry, Judy, and those guys in Denver? So here's the deal. It's Drew Locke, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, D-lineman, uh, two first-round picks, number nine overall this year, and then next year is number one. Two second-round picks, which is number 40 overall uh, this year. And How many ones? Next year, two. Oh. And, and a five. And they got back Russ Wilson in a fourth. Um, look, it's a lot to give up, man. It's no. a lot of quote unquote draft capital, right? Yeah. Which, which <laughs> is, everybody's <laughs> word now. No. I never heard this word, this, this term growing up, and now it's draft capital. Draft capital. We should, As we if should, it's some like, it's a mythical asset. Dude. We like, you should don't change know. our podcast name to draft capital. Draft capital, yeah. That's so of, good. A, a lot of draft capital, which the draft is a fucking crapshoot. You never know if any of these players are going to, especially the later you get. Um, you never really know if these guys are going to work out or not, whatever, right? You know what you go in the draft to get? You go in the draft to get Russell Wilson. Yeah. So if you had to move a few picks to go get him, I have no problem with it. If you had to move Shelby Harris, I have no problem with it. If you had to move Noah Fant, 
I have no problem. Even to move Noah's fucking arc, I don't care. To get Russell Wilson, <laughs> to get, yo, to get Russell Wilson in the building, yeah. that's what you got to do. Because we've been looking at this Denver team saying, man, they got some nice pieces. They got a nice defense. They have a distinct home field advantage, just like you did in Seattle. But they just don't have a quarterback. And us as Bears fans can tell you right now, right yeah. now, it does not matter if you don't have a quarterback. I have seen Hall of Fame defensive players. I have seen Nathan Vasher take back 110-yard uh, field goals, whatever you want to call it. It doesn't matter if you don't have the QB, Yeah, right? We talk about it all the time. They went out and they got the QB. They sacrificed some of the nice things that they had to get that, but they already have some good players. They didn't have to give up any of those young defensive studs. They didn't have to give up any of those ride receivers, and they didn't have to move out a mile high, which is a distinct advantage. Yes, the division is loaded. Yes, you got Mahomes, Herbert, and Carr, um, but hey <laughs> – it is what it is. You had no shot without him. You had no shot without a quarterback. And I love the fact that when they realized that Rodgers was just posturing and he wasn't going to come to Denver, they were already on this rust deal. As soon as Rodgers signs an hour later, they got the rust trade going. If yeah. I'm a Denver Broncos fan, I'm not thinking about these ones. I'm not thinking about these twos. Damn sure not thinking about that four. I am thinking about Russell Wilson coming into the building and being my quarterback, and he is a winner, a motivated Russell Wilson. That Seahawks haven't been able to protect him over the last few years. He didn't want to be there. Pete Carroll's trying to run a run-heavy offense, not letting Russ cook. Man, I don't want to hear all that. I don't want to hear about decline in production or none of that. Russell Wilson is still that dude. Yeah. He's going to be motivated. And now it's going to say, go Broncos. That's it. Yeah, go Broncos. <laughs> I don't know how long, you think he's already practicing it? Yo, bro, go Broncos. Go Broncos. How'd that sound? Go Broncos. <laughs> yeah. That so, yeah, you got a CEO in the building. Who they hire as a coach? Uh, my man's the Packers. Hackett. Hackett. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a good play caller or whatever. Offensive um, coordinator. Yeah, offensive coordinator for Aaron Rodgers is like, Rogers, uh, you know, not really doing yeah. too much. And like LaFleur. It's like, like Peyton Manning's offensive coordinator. But yeah, um, yeah I'm, I love it. I absolutely love it. I said it yesterday. I fucking love it. This is the move yeah. you got to make. I love being aggressive to go out and get a Hall of Fame quarterback. What are we talking about? These guys are usually not available. He's got four. He's got at least five years left of top top. Easy, easy. If he's yeah. rejuvenated, easy, easy. I Come agree, on, man. man. Like th this is a no brainer. And Russ, Russ wants to get in that two Super Bowl. We talk about this all the time too. The two Super Bowl tier is that's the tier you need to be in. If you have two rings, you're untouchable. Doesn't matter. No hey, one can say anything about you. You spend that's, time in New York, right? You can you can, are you allowed to talk bad about Eli in New York City? I'm not around the guys that I'm hanging. Not not around <laughs> like David Tyree and Matthias and right? those guys. No, not man. a chance. They, yeah, yeah. It's not not a around chance. the guys I'm around. <laughs> no, they're like, like so, you say whatever you want to. Yeah. Not a chance. But that two Super Bowl tier is different, man. Yeah, One Super Bowl tier. Trent Dilfer has a Super Bowl. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Brad, Brad Johnson has a Super Brad Bowl. Brad Johnson has a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco. Joe Super Flacco has a Super Bowl. Super Bowls. You need to get out of that. You need to get out of that muck. Then you could start really talking that talk. And that's exactly what Russell Wilson's trying to do when he's going to Denver. He's trying to get another ring so he mm -hmm. could be in there with Roethlisberger, Eli Manning, all of them. Yeah, not in Peyton, Tom Brady's room quite yet, but yeah. Peyton, yeah, all those guys. Peyton, to, Peyton's, second, Peyton's second one is stolen, but we'll talk Peyton's about that. Peyton's second one is, is an absolute thievery. thievery. <laughs> Heist. Shout out Von Miller. <laughs> Shout out Von, for real. So, what? <laughs> Yeah, that's the um, that's the tier you got to get to. You gotta you gotta have two to to avoid any of the strays that even guys like Brett Favre catch. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. And that Seattle so, thing was not. It was it was he had DK, which DK is really nice. I love DK, but it, he knew it wasn't going in the right direction. Man, he had to get up out of there. Tyler Lockett. He shouldn't. He needs to figure out a way to get and, Tyler and Lockett to Denver. And people are like, oh well, he's going to the AFC West. It's like, have you seen the NFC West? Wasn't no Kate walk over there either. You got to deal with the Rams. They just won the Super Bowl. You got to deal with the Cardinals. They got Kyler Murray. You got to deal with um. I'm always blank on the Niners. We'll see what happens Rams, with, Niners, with Trey Lance. Cardinals. Yeah, that's a that's a murderous yeah. row over there. So yeah. he's just like fuck it. I'm gonna hop on over here. It's a new team, young it's talent. New he's gonna be rejuvenated, and they're gonna he's gonna be the man undisputed over there. So I love that deal, man. If yeah. I'm a Broncos fan, I'm doing backflips. Yeah, no question. Shout out my guy Max Weepking. I know he's very happy. Is he a Broncos um, fan? Yeah, he's a Broncos fan. He fired up. He was sick when they when they announced Rodgers, and then like an hour later, he hit me fired up again. Uh, so, so he was like Jerry Judy. Yeah, exactly, exactly <laughs> like Jerry Judy. <laughs> uh, so, 
that's got to be a really bad feeling for a guy like like Lockett. Or not Lockett, uh, Drew Lock. Oh, Drew Lock? Why, well, he sucks. Well, no, but like you're like, say, like, for example, say they don't go get Russell. Oh, your he, quarterback. He, oh, your, oh, your guys. Your are star also- wide receiver is basically like super upset that you're the quarterback. Basically, well, what he's saying. I, it would have still been Teddy, though, wasn't it? Wouldn't it have been? Well, they, dude, they they had to figure that shit out. It's Teddy, Drew, whoever. They both stink. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's still, still the same thing. Teddy should go play in Vegas and complete his destiny of really covering the <laughs> spread across. You just start working with some folks and really, really yeah. become Teddy covers. Hey, yeah, I'm Teddy covers. All right, let's go. Yeah. What's the line? I can do that. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> ah, that's funny. I can do that. Sponsored by DraftKings. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy DraftKings, Bridgewater. No changes his last name. <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. So, I do want to talk about Carson Wentz because that this is sucks. my take on it. I have gone, I've gone to bat for Carson Wentz. I've, I've buried Carson Wentz. My, my, my emotional, my, I'm on an emotional roller coaster with with, with Carson Wentz because I've seen him be really good and I've seen him be really bad, but I just. Especially last year going into it, I thought there was something left in the tank where he could prove in a good team like the the, the good offensive line, like good the defense, Colts, good D, that they could be really good. And there was flashes <laughs> that they were really good. And then there was flashes of him doing like egregious stuff that he's shown that he does all the time. Right. This is the biggest thing for me. Frank Reich is his guy. That was his offensive coordinator in Philly when he had the best career the best run of his career before he got hurt Carson Wentz was going to win the MVP of the league he jumps in the end zone against the Rams he blows his knee up he gets hurt he doesn't win MVP and he's got to come back Frank Wright is the reason as as they had a good relationship he was the reason that he he put him in the, the position to succeed he also brought him to Indianapolis for Frank Wright to Essentially give up on Wentz after one year of going to get him and saying that, hey, I have to go a different direction. This is not going to work is a massive red flag to me because if he if he can't succeed with Frank calling the shots, a guy that truly believes in him, a guy that truly saw what he can do. If that dude lets Carson Wentz go, I don't see no one's going to have more faith in Carson Wentz than Frank Wright and Frank Wright let him walk out the door. That's a big red flag for me. I think the even bigger red flag on that is that Frank Reich is going to be close coaching for his job this year, right? And well, that's he, what I mean. And he pretty much said, I would rather try to find a new quarterback to save my job than to keep Carson Wentz in the building and establish quarterback to help save my job. I would rather go into the unknown than the known. Yeah. Because I, what I know with Wentz is he is not that guy. They said he apologized to the GM and the owner. I'm sorry for bringing this dude in here. I thought it was something different. It, it, it says so much that literally as soon as the season was over, you heard that they were ready to move on from Carson Wentz. I mean, they they, they were shopping him publicly. Hey, we're yeah. done. Somebody come take this guy. If you're willing to pay the $28 million, come take this guy. A and guy that they – right. Uh, uh, yeah, my fault. I didn't mean to cut you no, off. A guy, yeah, well, man, a guy it, that it they went all in volumes. for. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and a guy that you have faith in, the coach is, is telling you, like, I understand you guys think that this dude can't play. He makes a lot of mistakes. Let him get back with me. Let me and him get in the lab, and I'm right. going to show you how good this guy can be. And for that to happen for one year, and then him being like, actually, I fucked up. We got to move off this guy ASAP. That is very telling that ASAP. he's not the guy. He's not that guy. And look, man, I get it. We all want to, like, um, fucking, you know, fawn over Carson Wentz 2018 season or whatever it was. That was four years ago. Since then? We have seen bad plays after bad play. The Eagles thing was a debacle. I get there were some situations in there, some things that didn't work out. But look, they got rid of him, and they made the playoffs this year with Jalen Hurts. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So what are we talking about here, man? Like, obviously, he was the problem there. Then he comes to Indy. On paper, the numbers look okay. Only seven picks, but you remember that the Niners literally dropped four interceptions against them, and he had some of the most egregious interceptions you've ever seen, the most egregious fumbles you've ever seen. All they had to do was beat the Jacksonville Jaguars at home to punch their ticket to the playoffs, and that team didn't even show up and didn't score a touchdown until the end of the game in the fourth quarter. 
I mean, come on, man. Then you start to hear about the leadership shit. He doesn't want to take accountability. He's not up for hard coaching, which is the same shit you heard in Philly, the same shit that Peterson would talk about, right? Yeah. Um, the same same type rumblings out there. And so, like, yeah, th- he's not that guy, man. So I kind of applaud them for moving on and realizing very quickly it's better just cut bait and, like, and let's he- resume our quarterback search because now it's two years in a row that we've tried to bring in a solution at quarterback that didn't work. Remember the year before they paid Phillip Rivers, like, $30 million to come in there and do and literally steal money. He was yeah. – 80% retired, they offered him a deal. He said, fine, fuck it. I got 15 kids to feed. I could use an extra 25 million. You know what <laughs> yes, I'm saying? Like, yes, real talk. Okay, real talk. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm gonna, yeah. Hey, and I'm going to tell you this. Another red flag is they did this with zero plan. Yeah. Have they, don't have, they don't have another quarterback. They don't have another yeah. quarterback. They're they just like, quarterback. we don't have okay. another quarterback. We yeah. just know this guy's not it. So Frank said, I'll take the snaps if I get, got to. Yeah, get this exactly. fucking guy out of here. Yo, get this guy out of here get him you don't even have another here. quarterback and obviously me and nick aren't in the war room at the colts but they're they they it's not like they moved off Wentz and announced a new quarterback they moved Wentz and we're like yeah we'll figure it out it's not even like seattle who at least got back drew lock in return who theoretically is a quarterback like they didn't get anything like it was like here we don't want Henneke. We don't want Henneke. we don't want fucking uh whoever your backup is the heineke yeah. i would have at least been like give me a heineke back yeah, you know no, what they, I mean. No, we don't like, want just get this guy off the. Are you gonna pay? You're gonna pay his salary? Fine, get him the fuck out of here. Yeah, get 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 him out. Exactly. So that that speaks volumes, man. Like that is that is damning to Carson Wentz. Like it really is. Um, it really is. That that was the biggest thing when I heard that, and I heard that it wasn't like they moved him and then signed Trubisky, and you you know where we're at with Trubisky, but they just who moved apparently him. is gonna get the bag. Yeah, well, there's just no quarterbacks, man. Well, I thought he should have looked. I said it last year. I didn't understand things like Darnold or Bridgewater when Trubisky was out there for like five million. Mm -hmm. I don't. I'm never going to get on here and advocate for Mitch Trubisky being a great quarterback. But do I think he can start in the NFL on the on a team that has a lot of other things? Probably. Do I think you can game plan, especially for five mil? Yeah, for five mil, I'm taking not Darnold. What are we? What are we still looking for in Sam Darnold? I don't get it. I don't get it. That guy. I don't get it. Like it, it, I don't know what Darnold uh, film everybody else is looking at versus what I'm watching. That makes me think a guy who has they picked up nineteen mil. Years, nineteen mil. Darnold they started up laughing. Nineteen million dollars. Like, Darnold got that call. He's like, "What? You guys did what?" Crazy. Coming off this year, they <laughs> yeah. picked up nineteen mil. Okay, and I I'm get Darnold. it. There's not a lot of quarterbacks sitting around, Mitch. but I I am Amos. not. Yo, yeah. I'm not giving up 19 mil on a dude that's proven he's not that good. I much play. rather give someone else a shot for two, three million dollars and see this yeah. dude. It, it's crazy. He can't play. Like he literally can't play. And so, like Wentz, obviously Wentz is better than Darnold, but at the same time, I'm looking at it from from the Washington point of view, and I'm like, well, if he can't handle hard coaching from Frank Reich, what the hell do you think Ron Rivera is going to give you? Because Ron Rivera does not seem like he's a soft and warm and fuzzy, cuddly guy. He yeah. seems like one of those like old 80s type football coaches who's in your face and doesn't give a shit. Like, I like Rivera. I think he's going to hold them accountable. Wentz probably won't be able to pull that bullshit with Ron Rivera because he's not going. But if I'm the – I'm about to call them the skins. If I'm commandos, manders, whatever they are, <laughs> um, I'm fucking yeah. – is it commandos or commanders? The commanders. This shit is so ass. <laughs> that's a, that's Snyder's big middle finger too. He's like, I took three years to come up with a team named the Commander. Commanders. Fuck you guys. I thought he should just kept it Washington football team and really just stuck it to the league. But um, just call yeah. them the Skins, the Washington Skins. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, like, look, man, I don't know how it's going to work out over there because again, if they if their defense fell off last year, but Chase Young got hurt, hopefully they're going to get a little bit better this year. But yeah. when you have a solid defense and a solid run game. The last thing you want is a quarterback who turns the ball over. Like, that's the last thing you want if you're trying to play a ball control brand of football, which I think Washington is trying to do, right? The last yeah. thing you want is a guy who is literally one of the, the the most egregious turnovers of the ball in the NFL. Yeah. So I don't, that's, that's where I'm kind of, kind of like stuck on this deal, man. I don't, I don't understand, uh, I don't understand it, but hey, shout out to Colts for getting that guy out the building. It says a lot about him. I've been saying he's ass. Yeah, I, I've been trying to give him the benefit of the doubt for too long. And yeah, ass. I mean, he's very, he's very a mediocre dude. He's not, he's not gonna take you anywhere you need to go. Yeah. So we'll leave that there. Let's talk about Khalil Mack and then we'll get up out of here, let everybody enjoy their weekend, and we'll we'll do the same. Khalil Mack moved to 
the Los Angeles Chargers for a two and a six. Him and Joey Bosa are not going to be coming off the edge. The AFC West is so loaded. Yeah. <laughs> the AFC West is so stupid right now. But um, what are your initial thoughts on the trade? It seemed to be pretty mixed reaction in Chicago on should we move him, should we not move him. Um, I know where I stand. Where do you stand on it? Yeah, I mean, for me, the Bears are closer to a rebuild than competing. So if you can get something for, for Mac, if you can move off of some salary. Look, I love Khalil Mack. Um, I think the first year that we had Khalil Mack, I said he's a, one of the best football players I've ever seen in a Bears uniform that special. first year. It was special. Um, and even the subsequent years, while the sack numbers weren't there, you still deep, offensive coordinators still have to account for Khalil Mack. He is still 100% a part of your game plan. He takes away things that you might want to do. So as an offensive uh play caller, head coach, whatever, you account for him. And that has an effect on your defense, a positive effect on your defense. You look at the fact that Robert Quinn had 35 sacks this year. A lot of that is the fact that teams are like, hey, it's either Khalil or Robert. We'll let Robert get it, right? And Robert took care of that. El Roberto, that's your boy. You know, yeah, you know, that's, that's, Puerto Rican, my boy. Puerto Rican, that's your man. Puerto Rican, shout, yeah, shout out, shout out Roberto. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, a lot of that, a lot of that is due to Khalil Mack's presence, man. So I don't, you know, I'm not down on, on Khalil Mack, the player, but I'm realistic about where the Bears are and we have to rebuild and it's going to start up front. It's going to start with that offensive line. It's going to start with some skill position players. It's going to start with whatever we can do to support Justin Fields. And if moving on from Khalil Mack, getting some picks back that are going to allow us to get some linemen and some other players in here and getting some cap relief that's going to allow us to sign some linemen and other players in here, if that's the plan and if that's ultimately what uh, – what's my man's polls? Polls yeah, is going to do. Um, then I believe in it, man. That's all you can do. I don't, I, I, we're not going to compete in the next two years. And realistically, Camille Mack's like, what, 31, 32? That, that's kind of his window, right? I don't think we're going to be competitive in his window. So let him go somewhere where he can go compete for a championship and we get the relief and we start rebuilding and find out who's going to be on this thing three, four years from now. I think this is a big win for the Bears. <clears throat> Personally, take all that money you're about to pay Khalil. They took all the bread. Yeah, all Chargers took, took on all the money. Take all that money that you were going to pay Khalil and, and invest it in the offensive line in positions that we truly, truly need to upgrade to help Justin Fields in a massive way. The only thing I would say about this Khalil Mack trade is it should have happened last year. Yeah. We should have done this rounder. last year. We could have got a one. 100% we could have got a one if we do this last year. People were barking about Von Miller. They gave, they, they got Von Miller for a two and a three. The Rams were, first of all, had no leverage. They wanted Vaughn, so they got fleeced yeah, Rams for him. Were and, fleece for everybody. And and they and they were had a real shot to go make a deep run in the playoffs, and they did and won the Super Bowl. Yeah. The only thing that frustrates me is this all should have been done last year. We should have the Chicago Bears wasted a full NFL season last year, smoked it off completely for no reason. No reason. Other, other than the fact that um, McCaskey didn't want to pay another coach and another GM. He punted, he completely punted the season last year when he kept those guys on. I knew it. We talked about it. Everybody knew it. It was obvious. He yep. just didn't want to pay those guys anymore. He didn't want to pay them to sit at home. So he let them fuck the franchise up for another they, year. Because they both got extensions the year before. Remember those shadow extensions that exactly. you never heard about? Simple as that. So they had no business. This should have all happened last year. We wasted a year for no reason on the rebuild. But we're here now. It was time for Khalil Mack to go. And getting a two and a six and them taking every single dollar of the contract is a W. We could have got more last year, sure. But I, I'm looking at more guys to move. The only I, We said this coming off of the season last year. Only untouchable guys on the whole team. Roquan Smith, Jalen Johnson. Justin Fields, Mooney, and Mooney. Legitimately, every oh, and Montgomery. Legit I'd actually probably hold on to Komet because I feel like Nagy never oh, really gave him a chance. I'll take yeah, Komet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll keep Komet. Komet can play when he plays. They just Komet's going to be a good. Komet's a solid player. When yeah. he, when he gets touched, he gets the ball. I'll take sure. Komet as well. But all those guys are on either rookie deals or they're some of the best at their position. Like Rokon Smith is one of the best linebackers in the league, and he's yep. young. Yep. So I'm definitely keeping him. Literally every other person on the team can can pack up and go. 
Yeah. Our run was over. We missed it. We had the we had the window was very real for us. We didn't have the quarterback play to get it done. That window's now closed. Pack up all those guys that were in that window. Get them up out of town. That's it. And that's mm-hmm. where we're at right now. Khalil's the first. We we I, I would like to see some more. I hate to put Eddie Jackson on the table, but I wouldn't mind moving him and all that bread too. He's not good anymore. So yeah. So yeah, like package it all up. See what we gotta yeah, do. I'm I'm fine with the Bears should be 100 percent open to business. And real quick, um, if you're the Chargers, this is exactly the type of moves you gotta do when you have a quarterback on a rookie deal. Exactly. Love it. Love it. Exactly. Win right. now. Win now. Qu- take in as much salary as you can. Bring it all in. Herbert's that dude. He's the truth. Get everybody you can because you got what two more years of him on a rookie deal. Three more years. Love it. And I'm gonna tell you this, Bears fans, don't be hurt if Khalil Mack goes over there and gets 15 sacks. Might. He might, but I'm going to tell you this. He wasn't going to do that here. He just wasn't. If you watched him towards the end of the year before he got hurt and the year prior, there was a lot of times where he knew he was watching the game kind of like we watch it. This team is garbage. Okay, offense and is ass. It's offense is ass. <laughs> this team is weak. I, I'm here. He's I'm never go. played with a quarterback. On third and eight, you're going to see me. <laughs> yeah. Outside of that, I'm gonna be Good. chilling. And any for Nick, what? hey, and any Nick that I got, you don't look for me to play. Yeah, don't look for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna be playing. So that that's it. And so he he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna come in here this year and have a, a year like Robert Quinn. It just wasn't gonna happen. So when, when when he goes out to to LA and kills it, don't be surprised and don't be sad. Just know we got the two, we got the six, yep. and the rebuild is on the way. Absolutely. All right, we'll leave it there. No catch on Sports Talk via Chicago. A little Friday edition, man. I hope everybody enjoyed. Make sure you guys stay safe. Enjoy your weekend. For Big Nick the Quick, I'm your host, Sean Little. No catch on Sports Talk via Chicago. We out of here.